Welcome to News from the Breach, a Dragon Prince podcast. Today is our finale episode for season two. Yay! Yay! I'm Kaylee and I'm here with Yannick. Hello! And as usual, we're going to start off with a synopsis and then we'll get into the deeper stuff. Um, this week I wrote my own synopsis. Yay! Yay. <laughs> so, chapter nine. Breathe. Claudia uses her creepy spell to heal Sorin. Back in Catullus, Viren, with Avaros's help, sends smoke shadow elf assassins to the other four kingdoms to spread fear among the regents. He is then apprehended by Apelli and taken prisoner. Callum wakes from his dream journey, knowing how to connect to the Sky Arcanum. Whilst grieving for his father, Ezrin decides to return to the castle and take his place as king. Zim, Callum and Rayla continue their journey and cross the border into Zadia, only to discover that it is guarded by, by Sol Regum, a huge dragon. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he looks super cool. Cool and scary. And huge. Yeah, and old. Yeah. Exciting <laughs> stuff. Exciting stuff. So, should we start with Viren? Yes. Always the bad guy. Always the bad guy. <laughs> Get it over and done with first. <laughs> yeah. So, Viren is hanging out with Avaros. At the end of the last episode, he was quite... He was pissed with Aravos because um, he couldn't find any references to him in the books, right? That was how, how the last episode ended. So, it starts mm -hmm. with him... Yeah, it starts with him being really... Um, really annoyed and threatening to destroy the mirror. But as Avaros points out, Viren is too curious to do that. Yeah. And he can provide him with knowledge and power. Which is really all Viren wants. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he offers to earn Viren's trust, saying that there is something you want badly, but something or someone stands in your way. How does he know that? <laughs> uh, Viren tells him that it's kings and queens and that they he's having pr problems getting people to listen to him. Yeah, really good uh, sentence. Yeah. They won't listen to me. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, Aravos seems to have an idea of how to get their attention. And not Viren's attention, but their attention we will have to get their attention ah uh, yeah true together yeah and he says that friendship and loyalty didn't work so now they deserve to be motivated by fear because they're simple animals yeah which is that really is good really wow <laughs> yeah fear is always the best uh, idea yeah for simple creatures who don't understand friendship and love and loyalty yeah, yeah. Um, and Viren just laps it all up, and then we get uh, we get this spell. He collects the um, the weapons from the Moonshadow Elves, mm -hmm. and then they perform a spell to create smoke versions of the assassins mm -hmm. and send them all to the different kingdoms. It's it's also cool that they fly away in four directions you know opposite of each other and stuff 
Yeah. And yeah, so I looked up the spell because, uh, yeah, it was really dark. And he uses the ashes of fallen Moonshadow Elf Assassins on a Shadow Life candle. Mm. And yeah, to, to summon these smoky after images of the once alive Evan Assassins. And he says, Snisasa, uh, Yekoms, Niaga, Esir, Nella, for Hassa. Ash of Fallen, Rise Again, Smoky Assassins. Ooh. Yeah. Ash of the Fallen. Does he yeah. have them all as coins? We don't know. We've not seen, no? We only know that he's got um, Runan as a coin. Yeah. I think he just collected the uh, ashes. Mm. Because, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Useful for something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just collects everything he finds just in case there's a dark magic spell he exactly, can use. Exactly, yeah, it. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say a little bit more about the this spell and the assassin's uh the assassin's weapons. Okay. Yeah. Um I was doing a little bit of research and the uh assassins that we, we never learnt their names at the other four. We knew Runan and Rayla. But the other four were called Ram, Score, Callisto and mm. uh, Andromeda. And this is from the Dragon Prince wiki. The assassins were equipped with sharp and deadly weapons, including Andromeda's curved and scores straight blade. Callisto's weapon of choice was a double-bladed Naginata, whatever that is, while Ram used a wooden bow and small daggers. Each weapon was drenched in poison before their mission. So these are the weapons that we see laid out, and they're the ones that Viren uses for his creepy spell. Yeah, really good. Uh, yeah. We also will link this in the show notes, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Also the image. There's a lot more background information coming out, because there was this book that came out recently, which is a novel about the first season of The Dragon Prince. And in there, there's some more detailed scenes and more detailed mm. information about specific characters and stuff. And these four, for example, get named and things like that. I think that's where they got the information from. So a few more little right, cool. tidbits yeah. coming out. Very good. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, so we can continue. Yes. Then after the spell, he doesn't look so good at all. Because he looks awful. Yeah, he he blew out, blew out too many birthday candles, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Happy birthday, Viren. <laughs> yeah. You're only four years old. Okay. Um, yeah, and he sends these assassins to do terror to Delbar, Neolandia, Evania, and Durin. And yeah, he goes back to his room to uh, freshen up with uh, butterflies, but he doesn't have the chance because there's a knocking on his door. And Eros just tells him to prepare for battle. And Eros is helping him and he has glowing eyes. So there's a really a real connection between the bug and the mirror. And... He is drawing runes and Rune is just executing them somehow, you know? 
Yeah, it's really crazy. It seems like Aravos kind of possesses Viren. Yeah. Like they're work they're working together, so yeah. not a complete possession, but that he's using Viren's using Aravos's powers somehow. Yeah. Yeah, they have the same colored eyes then? Ah, okay. I didn't see this. I I just saw the uh, colors of uh, Aravos. Yeah. Ah, okay. So Aravos gets the glowing eyes and then Viren gets the same eyes. Ah, okay. Okay. And then he starts attacking the soldiers with the different runes that Aravos is drawing in the air. Yeah. And then we see him actually actually killing the guards, right? We see um, he freezes one to death. Like, he turns him into ice and he shatters on the ground. Yeah. And then with the next rune, he burns one to a crisp and he just turns to ashes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he uses this big electric spell... Ele- electrocutes them all and one of them falls over and knocks Pip's cage over mm-hmm. Harrow's pet bird mm-hmm. um, and Pip flies out of the window yeah which is cool hmm yeah one thing but yeah. wow such su- such a lot of uh, of death and we actually see people dying yeah, which is yeah. horrible uncommon yeah and uh, he opens the secret entrance true by accident because one of them yeah hits the painting of the girl and the sheep. Exactly. Yeah, and then Apelli comes in with her archers and uh, demands his surrender. Viren still wants to fight, but Aravos tells him to stop and removes himself, like he removes his powers from Viren then. And Viren's eyes go back to normal. And also Aravos is, uh, you know, fading away in the mirror. Ah, true. Yeah. So he's going. Right. He's stepping back or someone uh, or something, and he's um, turning off the lights. You know. Mm-hmm. And. Uh. Yeah. But yeah, Vern is afraid that uh, Aros left him. Yeah. Or betrayed him. But no, the bug is <laughs> scrolling into his ear, and he's staying with him for real now. Ugh. Yeah. Must be really uncomfortable. The bug is not that small. Yeah. So unless he's got a really big ear hole. <laughs> he, he didn't exclaim or something. He just no. accepted it. And yeah, okay. There's a bug in me. You know. Yeah, he didn't squirm or anything. Yeah. yeah. There's a bug in my ear that reminds me again of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> you know the... I can't remember what it's called. But this worm that you put in your ear. Ah, to translate the, things. Um, Babelfish. Yeah, the babelfish, yeah. Mm-hmm. Babelfish, okay. Babelfish. <laughs> I will put it in the So instead of, instead of a translating babelfish, he's got a speaking weird earbug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mini Aravos. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the end of uh, Viren's storyline for this season. He's come very far. <laughs> yeah. He's turning more and more evil. And now, finally, Apelli and the other soldiers that were in the room got to see his true face. Exactly, yeah. That's also really important, but no one said anything, you know? Yeah. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Hmm. I assume they will, because... I hope yeah, so. He yeah, he looks very different <laughs> to yeah. how he usually looks. Yeah. But yeah, he kind of looks corrupted, like a, a glitched version of himself or hmm. something. Hmm. Yeah. 
But yeah, we've talked about this a lot, haven't we? And also that he looks a bit like the Night King from, <laughs> from ah, yeah. Game of Thrones. And yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of Opelli, I mentioned that, well, I, I thought she is also spoken by Paula Burroughs. And it's true. Yeah. She is spoken by yeah. Paula Burroughs. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And last episode, we also forgot the actor's name who does Aravos's voice as well. And it's Eric Dellums. Yeah. And I looked him up and he's really cool. He also speaks uh, for a lot of um, video games. Uh, characters in video games for example skyrim one of my favorite games nice it's hooray really cool. yeah. <laughs> your favorite things come together yeah exactly it's really cool yeah great just forget <laughs> yay <laughs> <laughs> things we can get excited about no, it's... <laughs> it's nice being geeky about things yeah. <laughs> cool Anything else we want to say about Viren? Mm, no. Not really. We can come back to him at the end. Yeah. Okay. The next storyline I've got is Claudia and Ezrin, which becomes Claudia and Sorin. Yeah, Ezrin had shown up at the end of the last episode on a banther, and he's talking to Claudia when this ep episode begins. It seems a little bit like he's intimidating her. Mm -hmm. He could command the panther to just eat her, you know? Mm -hmm. And she's stepping back like, oh, I'm sorry about what happened. <laughs> and that you have to understand I didn't want to hurt you and stuff. And he says, it was so scary how you acted. Mm. And, but then he, he gets down from the panther and everything calms down a little bit. No. I have to say at this point, it is very cool that Ez can just ride around on basically whatever animal he makes friends with. It's really cool. It's really awesome. And yeah, he, he just mentioned it by telling, yeah, I have my way with animals. So he's kind of, how do you say it? Modest? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. really cool. So Lyot, yeah, he's not bragging about it. Yeah, I'm not sure, like, maybe he's modest about it, but I think he's also cautious. Because uh, yeah, he had maybe, quite a yeah. bad reaction to it from Callum and stuff. Mm. Um, and also maybe he's still cautious of Claudia because of how she's been yeah, recently. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think he is quite modest about it as well. Mm. He's not wanting to show off to everyone that he can communicate with animals. <laughs> hey, look at me. Yeah. Look at what I can do and make the animal next to him do whatever he asks, yeah. A jerk face dance. The jerk face dance, yeah. <laughs> it didn't work out well when he tried to do that with Callum, though, because he tried to prove it one time with the raccoons. Mm. But then the raccoons were mischievous and <laughs> Callum just ended up with wet underwear. <laughs> exactly. Ah, oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, so... Claudia and Ezrin are talking, and they're up on the tower that had got half destroyed by the dragon. Mm -hmm. And e Ezrin says that he's uh, he found out about his dad, and Claudia said he didn't have to talk about it if he didn't want to. And she knows it's not the same, but she was telling him about uh, the hardest thing that's happened to her in her life, 
which was her mom leaving back to Delbar, and that her and Soren had to choose with which parent they stayed. Um, but because Soren chose Viren, it was a really hard decision for Claudia, and in the end, their mom told Claudia to stay with, to stay with Viren and stay with Soren. Mm-hmm. And then Ezrin said, "Why would she do that?" and Claudia said that she left for herself, and as he knows, Viren is a pretty intense person to be around. Yeah. Yeah. She also, um, she didn't know how to choose, how how she could have choose a parent, you know? Yeah. Chosen. I don't know. Um, she didn't know how to choose, yeah. 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 It's a really difficult position to be put in as a mm. child mm. to choose between your parents. And it's really sad that she ha- has no seemingly no contact with her mom at all now. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It was so easy for Soren to choose and she was wondering why it felt so hard for her. Yeah. Yeah, and also it's interesting because Soren chose Viren seemingly quite easily. But actually, Claudia and Viren have a lot more in common. And, you know, Soren just wants to be loved by Viren and be with him and stuff. But Viren is always so mean to him and dismissive and stuff. It's it's kind of really, it makes it even more sad to know that he chose to be with him. Mm. Yeah, true. Mm. I wonder what their mom's like. Mm. Yeah. And if we will ever meet her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good question. <sighs> and yeah, then when they're talking about it, they also say that uh, it's good to have a brother like Callum or Soren. <laughs> yeah. So S is uh, lucky to have Callum. And Soren is a doof, but he's my doof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's nice that they have a good sibling relationship then. Yeah. If everything else is a bit more complicated. <laughs> At least they have that. Yeah, and she, she would do anything for him. Uh, essentially, uh, exactly like uh, Esrin would do anything for his brother. Or uh, the other Completely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're very de- devoted to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when she tells him this stuff, Esrin remembers what Callum had told him and repeats the line... When you grow up, sometimes there are changes you don't expect and you have to face things that you're not ready for. Mm. And it really fits with Claudia's situation as well. No. And it's not the first, not the last time we hear this yeah. sentence in this episode. True. And then this little bird hops onto Ezra's hand and Claudia realizes that Ezrin doesn't just have a way with animals, but he can talk to them. Mm-hmm. And he's a little bit shy. He uh, <laughs> blushes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then Claudia is pretty sneaky because then she wants to use his skills to find milk fruit. Yeah. To help Soren. Yeah. But does she just want to find milk fruit? <laughs> she doesn't. No. <laughs> of course she doesn't. <laughs> and it's funny also that uh, a screw helped them. Yeah, true. <laughs> and I didn't realize it at first that she was not after the milk fruit. I it took me a moment again 
to realize that it was uh, a deer she was after. Sneaky Claudia. Yeah, because uh, Aston gave her milk fruit and she was like, ah, oh, yeah, thanks. Okay, I'm gonna stay here and uh, maybe you should go back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Callum needs your help. I think yeah. you should go. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, but we dear were spared. Huh? Oh, dear. He said, oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but we were spared the spell which she mm -hmm. used to take out the deer's energy. Mm -hmm. And she just arrives at the hospital and we just hear all the doctors and nurses freaking out. Like, no, you can't come in here. What are you doing? He needs rest. And she comes in and it completely reminds me of Diablo. When you play as the wizard, which is what I always play as, there's this yeah. one move, I think it's called the Ar Archon move. And... It looks exactly like that. She's like floating in the air, all glowy, and <laughs> you have all this power. Um, and then she just zaps Soren um, and lifts him off the ground. It's really extreme. Um, <laughs> and everybody's really shocked. And then she crumples on the floor. And while she's uh, kind of recovering, Soren's exploring his body and figuring out that he can move his toes and he can move other things and then he realizes with a lot of pain that he's got broken ribs <laughs> poor Soren. i love wiggling my toes i can feel my knees and my strong powerful thighs <laughs> reacquainted with his strong powerful thighs Finally. and oh it's horrible i can feel again yeah yeah, and then we see that Claudia's uh, got some white hair. Oh, I didn't so, realize. Yeah, so the, the spell with the deer, it didn't just take the deer's energy, but it seems to have sapped. Ah, okay. And taken something from her as well. So it'll be interesting to see how this develops, because, mm -hmm. yeah, we know, we know what dark magic's done to Viren. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to Claudia. Yeah. Um, if it just continues with her hair or if she also has to start using butterflies to <laughs> to fix her face after doing dark magic scary okay I, yeah I didn't realize I looked at her eyes turning uh, normal again yeah then they did turn normal her face still looks normal then yeah okay didn't realize they had oil crazy mm -hmm. yeah and then they leave the hospital and Soren's just worried about what, what Dad's going to say. But Claudia still has the dragon horn, so maybe maybe Viren will be happy. At least they've brought something back, even yeah. if it's not the dragon egg. Yeah. And then finally, he did a haiku. He did a haiku, and it worked. <laughs> yeah, completely. Yeah, but again, Soren's just worried about what his dad's going to think of them, you know? Yeah, true. Mm. Yeah. He could be just happy that he can move again and stuff, but straight away, <sighs> he's yeah. just worried. And rightfully so, Viren is not a nice person. Yeah, and not a nice parent. Yeah. As we have seen in the missions he gave them. Yeah, the secret missions. Yeah. That they're not allowed to talk about. Yeah, do, do they know about the missions? So one uh, knows... But the other doesn't, I think. Soren told Claudia that Viren wanted 
him to kill the princess, but she didn't really believe him. Yeah. Or she thought he, you know, just believed it was true and had misunderstood. Hmm. But he didn't know yeah. that, yeah, that Viren had said that the egg was more important than his yeah. life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Claudia knows both of these things. She, you would think she would put two and two together. Yeah. Yeah. And realize what a shitty situation he'd put them in. Yeah. But, yeah, she doesn't. No? Yeah. She doesn't seem to. No. Okay, one thing I want to mention. Uh, so she was after the deer, but not any deer, but a agile, young and alive one. Hmm. You know, it had to be really powerful, strong and, yeah, young. Mm-hmm. Young, but not so young that it was weak. Yeah. Just the right one. Yeah. Yep. Ach, yeah. And I... I, I Yeah, I liked how you could see uh, all the muscles glowing when she... All her muscles? No, no, no. When she electrocuted uh, Soren, essentially. Yeah. All the muscles were glowing. Yeah, it was a bit avatar-y. Yeah. <laughs> Or something. Yeah, and the the electricity was zapping very specific points on his body as well. Yeah. It wasn't just that she was just zapped him. Yeah. Yeah. It was very specific. But we didn't get a we didn't get a spell with this one. No. So if we want to recreate this, we'll have to start from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> if we're ever planning to do this resurrection <laughs> uh, spell with a baby deer, it's going to be problematic unless we get a book about dark magic. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> since we don't have milk fruit bushes in our world and I don't want to kill a deer for anything, so... Yeah, it looks like, <laughs> looks like we won't be able to do it. Yeah, sad. <sighs> That's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're back to... We'll go back to Team Zim. Mm-hmm. Callum's still in his uh, kind of dream world, <laughs> his dream journey, and he he sees his mom, Sarai, and she's telling him to breathe. You just need to breathe, sweetie. And she she also has some wisdom. Shall I save it for the jelly tarts, or shall I say it now? No, you can say it because it's really good. Yeah, she says to him. Sometimes you just need to focus on the present, breathe, and just be. I've cut it down a little bit, but um, to know something truly and deeply, you must know it with your head, your hand, and heart, mind, body, and spirit. Mm -hmm. And this seems to really help him. I'm not sure if it's. It seems to be at least part memory of this really happening with his mom. Mm -hmm. But I wonder if it, like, how much of it is memory and how much of it he's also putting together himself. Mm. Um, of this mind, body, and spirit thing, like. Yeah. But There, there's also this influence by Rayla when she's saying exactly the same words. Yeah, uh, true. Breathe, take a deep breath, and just be. This is from her, uh, his mom again, but uh, this breathe is mentioned by both of them. Yeah. And also, someone Sarai said was really cool, uh, slow down and breathe, spirit and body catch up with mind. Yeah, true. This is really good. Yeah, uh, and that, 
Yeah. It seems to really help him. Yeah. And also I think that he's having th- this memory or this experience and his mom hugs him really tight. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she says that she loves him with all of her. And yeah. at the same time, Rayla's hugging him. Exactly. Uh, and, and she almost said it. She almost she said almost, it. <laughs> seemingly almost says that she loved him. She's, I, I, I. And then he wakes up. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he wakes up and he suddenly looks completely normal. Yeah. His, his black eyes have gone away. Uh, he has a sparkle in his eye. <laughs> but actually, it's just a little sleep crusty. <laughs> Yeah, really cute. Yeah, and he just says he understands the sky arcanum. Yeah, why not? Yeah, great, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> she was just worried that he was about to die in her arms and awake. I understand the sky arcanum. Huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I like how he explains it to her, like because mm-hmm. he really does understand it now. And yeah. Um, that the world is like a giant primal stone and we are inside it. And that he had to find his wings and he realized that he is the wing. Yeah. And then comes the moment of truth and he breathes in and seems to really like take a moment to connect mm-hmm. uh, with the Arcanum. And then he does as- Aspero and it works. Hooray. Yeah. And his finger is glowing and I got instant bo- goosebumps. Yeah. It was so great. The scene was so great. Yeah. yeah, it was really, really well done. And also the the animals were watching and Rayla was watching and mm. they were all <gasps> what the waiting fuck? with bated breath. <laughs> and yeah. then they see him do it and then Ezrin shows up in exactly the same moment. So it's a really nice, yay, everyone's seen it. Callum can yeah. do magic again. <laughs> and he blows him away. Uh, or him off the mountain. Yeah. Uh, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you missed a few things. <laughs> yeah, Corvus is there. Uh, Callum meets Corvus for the first time. Yeah. Officially, I think he'd seen Corvus when yeah. Corvus saved them uh, from Claudia that one time. But yeah, they finally got introduced, which is nice. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was a, just a really cool moment. Everything kind of came together then. Mm-hmm. And like we said in the last uh, episode, he was dreaming about birds and sails, you know, the connection to the wind. Yeah. So there were a lot of references and he needed them. Yeah, he really did. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a shame he had to go through this kind of near-death experience <laughs> to put it all together. And to do yeah. dark magic, actually, because doing the dark magic put him into this weird trance-like state. Yeah. But it seems like he really needed, once he'd done dark magic, really needed to reject it completely. Mm-hmm. And then that allowed him to open up to this primal source. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is kind of incredible, really. Yeah, yeah. I think he is also the, the first human who could do it. The first human that we know about or anybody knows yeah. about, it seems, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, other people would be trying it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah really. He's a prodigy. Really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it kind of makes me sad about Claudia because maybe the first time she did ma- dark magic, maybe she also kind of went through a similar thing. Mm. But then she went down the the dark path mm. yeah. and decided to, that it was her destiny to use dark magic. Yeah, maybe because it's easier, you know? Like, yeah. you only need a few ingredients, you just say a spell, da-da, works. Yeah, it's a bit of a cheat. Yeah. But it's interesting because when you think about magic in our world or in fantasy that's like kind of based in our world and stuff and witches and things like that, there's a lot of using ingredients like the mm. skin of a snake or the the hand of a monkey and all this sort of stuff. So it's interesting that in this series, dark magic is kind of the... It's almost the kind of magic we're used to Mm. in Mm. the real world or in fairy tales and stuff like that, how magic is done. But it's so... It it seems much worse (laughs) because because there's a distinction and because there is a choice of using dark or primal. I'm also wondering if it's, um, you know, more powerful like uh, Callum does it now? Hmm. Does he need uh, more energy or less energy to do it? Or hmm. uh, is his face getting better now? <laughs> he just gets handsomer and handsomer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <coughs> like uh, Squidward. Oh, Callum, the skin is looking so good. <laughs> he has to start... <laughs> using some sort of magic to like tone it down a bit so people don't notice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's sort of like you you want to say uh, magic in our world. So we yeah. have magic in our world. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, people, you know, believe in witchcraft and stuff and yeah. there are witches or there is a history of you know, burning people and accusing yeah, people yeah. of witchcraft yeah. and stuff. That that's what I mean. <laughs> Which Not is that, still like happening. I don't do magic. Okay. So you didn't got a letter from Hogwarts? Sadly. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. It, 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 still people are burned uh on a stake uh, because of uh magic, uh witchcraft yep. and stuff. Yep, that's true. Uh, really terrible history we have here. Or, mm-hmm. yeah, still. Because, actually, I, I saw a, a YouTube video with a burning. And it was horrible. It was really horrible. I, I, good. yeah. I don't know how I got to the video. It was not on YouTube. It was uh, some someplace else. But, yeah. Not the best experience I made in the internet. Oh, dear. Yeah. yeah, sometimes you just stumble upon these things. Anyway, <laughs> so let's go back to a fantasy world where things are a bit more fluffy and happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the the heroes meet all together and... Callum sees that Esran knows about King Harrow and they hug and cry and 
I think in a few shorter moments, everyone knows everything. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of things seem seem kind of resolved in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. And then they start packing and planning their trip to Xadia. But uh, Azrin was on his journey. He recognized that he was running away from things his whole life. Like, he went away now. And he also went away when uh, the assassins came after King Harrow. And so he decides to not go to Xadia, but instead uh, to go to Catullus and be a king, you know? Yeah, crazy turn of events. Also, like, he he's so adulty now. Mature. Yeah, mature. Thank you. Yeah. And Erson, uh, Callum is also kind of mocking him by saying, are you going to start saying why things like that all the time now? <laughs> And then he's like, when you grow up, you have to fail things you're not ready for. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> oh, what? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, goosebumps. Yeah. It all comes back in a big yeah. circle. Yeah. Yeah. And, <sighs> yeah, we, we see that uh, he's really done with his decision and uh, sticks with it. Although all are uh, sad, especially Sim. He's yeah, really, Zim's, really sad. Sim's heartbroken. Yeah. But it's really cool that he takes bait with him. Yeah. And, yeah. And bait is also sad. He turns blue. Yeah. I, I, I was wondering what the blue color meant. Yeah, I think blue was sad. Isn't it the same color he turned... When they were on the boat and everyone was sending him away. Hmm. Yeah, it could be. Could I think be. so. Yeah. I'll look it up and if it, if I'm wrong, put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Bait is very empathetic in this moment. Not just grumpy, but grumpy and sad with with Ezrin. Yeah. I just looked it up and it's regretful or sleepy. So in oh, this time regretful. he's regretful. Okay. So they they head off. Yeah. With Corvus. And, and also, he, he, this is also good. Both of us need to go home. So Sim has to be a king of the dragon. Or at least a prince. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And he has to face his own uh, kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. both head in separate directions, but back to where they should be, kind of. Although I'd like to see Ezrin and Zadia. And it would have been really nice if Ezrin and Zim finished the journey together. Cause they yeah, seem sure. sure. So, so connected to each other. Yeah. But it sure. seems like the right decision, I, I don't know. And it seems like Ezrin's, uh, you know, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> exactly, yeah. He's old enough now. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, so Callum, uh, Zim, and Rayla head towards Zadia, and they find this big river of lava. Um, and then we get the line again of, uh, so one simply <laughs> walks into Zadia. <laughs> yeah. And we learn that when the moon comes out, you can see which stones you can step on. Mm -hmm. And 
then suddenly the moon comes out and shows them <laughs> shows them the way across. Very convenient. Oh, I get it. Yeah, it's the moonstone path. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they start picking their way across, but then we see as viewers that the stones behind them are sinking and kind anyway, of anyway. Yeah. yeah. And that if they wanted to go back they couldn't. Yeah. And then it starts to get light. Oh no. And yeah. they and they can't see the path anymore. They also have to say that they're almost done with their journey over the path. Yeah, they're almost there, just a, yeah. a few stones away. Yeah. And then Zim starts crying, and then Ezrin hears him. Mm -hmm. And somehow Ezrin can see through Zim's eyes, and yeah. they talk to each other, and Ezrin tells him he can fly, he can do it, and he has to block the light. And Zim miraculously starts to fly. But then, yay. yay. But then he starts to fall, and Callum helps him with Aspero. Yay! Yeah. It's really um, and sends Zim up onto the stone where he puts his wings up and creates enough shade so that they can they can see the path again. Yep. Hurrah! Hurrah! <laughs> yep. And they make it to the other side and they're very happy and Callum and Rayla have a very long hug. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Zim comes back and squeezes himself between them because he's so proud. <laughs> Of yeah. what he did, uh, but he had he had a very big shadow when he put his wings up, mm. huge. Yeah, true. And we've got some more trivia about this, but um, yeah, we go back to Ezrin shortly, and, and Ezrin's celebrating still on Corvus's back, and uh, Corvus tells him, "You are a weird king, King Ezrin," and Ezrin's like, "I know." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he really is cute. completely. Uh, yeah. It was a nice moment. <laughs> yeah, and then we we go back to Team Zim, and they are walk now walking into Zadia, but then they see Sol Regum, who's a really big dragon, and mm -hmm. uh, it's the end of the chapter, the end of the season. The end of the season, exactly. <laughs> So one more thing, this um, connection between Sim and Esrin reminded me also of uh, Game of Thrones, hmm. uh, because there are also uh, people who can see with uh, the eyes of animals or can can uh, command them. Yeah. For example, Bran. Bran. Good. I forgot his name. The, Bran. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Br Brandon Stark. Brandon Stark, yeah. Yeah, so let's hear your trivia. Yeah, so uh, on the Dragon Prince wiki, again, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to read this out. Uh, it's about the significance of Zim creating a shadow. The scene of crossing into Z Zadia has a sy symbolic significance resembling the events of Heart of a Titan, which is a few episodes ago. While Sarai was killed by Avazandum, which is Thunder's official name, as his wings blocked the sun, foretelling violence and doom, his son, Zim, 
save Sarai's son by blocking the sun <laughs> with his own wings and restoring the moonstone moonstone path for Callum and Rayla. There were a lot of suns in that, in that sentence. Yeah. And at the same time, Thunder kills Sarai as she attempts to flee Zadia after the theft of the Titan's heart. But Zim saves Callum and Rayla as they enter Zadia on exactly the opposite mission, returning mm -hmm. another stolen treasure, Zim himself, in an effort to restore peace. Yeah. Really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. really cool. Thank you, Dragon Wiki, for always having our back. Yeah. <laughs> It's very helpful, very insightful. Yeah. Yeah, so the opposite things are happening and actually the the kids they seem to be doing what they set out to to break the chain break the cycle of mm -hmm. history and to make the world a better place and write their own destiny and write their own destiny the yeah. book of destiny <laughs> i can't remember the uh, the quote now yeah destiny is a a book you write yourself Yeah. 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 yeah, really cool. Very good, guys. Mm. Uh, I have another piece of trivia, which is that originally when they kind of wrote the outline for this season, Ezrin was going to stay with Rayla and Callum um, and go to Zadia, but they decided to have him return to Catullus uh, because that gave them a whole extra plot to develop. Mm, okay. Yeah, and that was yeah. from IMDb, mm -hmm. and yeah, that that's interesting. And there are a lot of comments on the the Dragon Prince wiki actually about this particular episode, and a lot of people seem really excited that the gang is kind of separated, so they have a, t a chance to kind of develop separately, and you can get excited about when they come together again, and how. In, and how in what circumstances yeah yeah true hmm yeah do you want to talk about the title it's quite yeah obvious <laughs> but yeah yeah it's uh, it's called brief and uh, we learn that callum should just brief and he discovers the sky canum or the connection to it and then she he uses his breath to do Espero. Ta-da! So, yeah. Yeah. A lot of meaning again in the title. Yeah, definitely. I don't find much meaning, because usually the title also refers to other storylines, but it just seems mm. to be very Callum-oriented, but that's okay. <laughs> mm. Yeah, maybe it just, uh, you know, also maybe, like, uh, be calm and uh, do nothing, like Ruin and Aroros. Yeah. You know, like, uh, okay, let's see what happens and breathe. Bide your time, just breathe and be yeah. where yeah. you are, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's quite relevant because we see Callum doing Aspero as well, which mm -hmm. requires breath. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, the recap this episode was done by the voice actor for Ezrin, Sasha Rogen. Mm-hmm. And what other information do I have here? The IMDb rating for this episode was 9.0. Wow. Okay, that's high. 
It's really yeah, high. it's really high, and this is the highest rated episode so far. Okay, wow. The next highest was eight point eight, and that was the last season finale. Mm-hmm. But the episodes leading up to this were also eight point six and eight point five, so it's all generally very well rated. And seems to be rated by a lot of people as well. This one was something like 480 ratings or something. So it has quite a following. And obviously not all the viewers rate it on IMDb. Yeah. 480? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Not 480,000? No. Okay. No, I don't, I don't think so many people rate things on IMDb. But 480, like... I find 9.0 out of 480 quite a good, still quite a good okay. reading. But um, yeah, so everyone's quite excited about this episode, really. And this this season ends on quite a high. There's like a few cliffhangers. What's going to happen to Viren? What's going to happen to our heroes now over the border? What's going to happen with Sol Regum, who's a new mm-hmm. character that we don't know? I've got some comments from the wiki from from other viewers with opinions about what might might be coming up in the next season. Uh, shall I read those out? Uh, if you want to, yeah. Yeah. It's actually just one one thread. There are a bunch of comments, but this seemed the most interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Baum says, Ezrin will be back. Pip escaped, so we can tell Ezrin what happened at the castle, and possibly convince him not to go home. That, and his connection with Zim, will lead him to the conclusion that he needs to turn around and hurry back to his brother and Rayla. So that's one theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zubea then comments, if it's really Harrow, that, you know, the theory that Pip is inside, mm. uh, Harrow is inside Pip, that will be one hell of an awkward meeting. <laughs> I'm not dead, but I'm kind of a bird now. <laughs> yeah, that's a theory. Sphere, Sphere, I, I don't know how to pronounce this name, says, For the record, I think it's a creative detail to have the main character split for a period of time, and not just a short one. Also, I'm into the Callum and Rayla sh- ship, um, and now these two are officially alone together. Mm-hmm. And finally, Stephen Baum says, I think they'll be apart for two seasons at the most. Season three will be Ezrin learning how to be a king, learning of Viren's betrayal, etc. And season four will likely be Ezrin trying to stop the war, trying to get the others to listen to him, and probably end with Callum, Rayla, and Zim returning home, possibly hurt. Mm-hmm. So there's some fan th- theories <laughs> to think mm-hmm. about. I'm sure you all have your own theories about what might happen next. An exciting ending. Yeah, really. Okay, thank you. Really <laughs> good. Yeah, and we're lucky enough that season three is already out, so mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have to wait long <laughs> to find <laughs> out what's going to happen next. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But we still don't know when uh, season four is coming out. No, it's still not been announced. Uh, But we know it's coming, so that's good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and with the 
with the current situation with uh, Corona and things like that, with COVID-19, there's a lot of, like, series have to do things quite differently at the moment. There's a lot of people Mm -hmm. doing animation at home and then they somehow put it together and do special effects and things, so it might take longer than the previous seasons. Mm. I'm imagining it's going to come out maybe in February or something, but let's see. Mm. Yeah, I'm completely understand the situation, so yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Uh, yeah, I had to look up, up the, the numbers you said on IMDb. Yeah, it's mm. it's 400 something. And the, the last chapter of season three was 9.6. That's really, really high. For... Oh, wow. So next season is going to be even more exciting. <laughs> yeah. So the, the... Yeah, okay. It's always higher than 8.5. Wow. So that's really, really high. Yeah, it's really I think good. the yeah, Game of Thrones had, I think, something with nine highest. Yeah. So Dragon Prince is higher than Game of Thrones. That's yes. nice. <laughs> But also, okay, you, you have uh, 1,700,000 uh, uh, votes for <laughs> Game of Thrones and you only have 400 <laughs> or uh, 600 votes for Dragon Prince. So Maybe yeah. it's quite a difference. <laughs> it's a bit more of a niche audience, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Interesting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, me and my wife kind of decided that if we look things up on IMDb that we're interested in seeing to see the trailer or whatever, that we mm-hmm. wouldn't watch anything ideally under seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and perhaps under like under six if something's been recommended by someone else so yeah. the fact that this this episode is like a nine is really wow like yeah should definitely watch it <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah i am also uh, the same so i have so much stuff to watch and mm-hmm. to do and yeah i'm i'm only or almost only watch stuff uh, higher than seven yeah you have to filter it out somehow there's so many things yeah. out there yeah exactly but i also find it funny to do the exact opposite so to, to watch, watch the something worst. the worst the worst of the worst <laughs> yeah i wonder what yeah. uh sharknado is rated probably also really bad <laughs> hey come on but it's great uh yeah so Sometimes it can go the other way. Yeah. Sharknado. Uh, so the first one is 3.3. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Wow. Yeah, okay. Sh- Sharknado is uh, an exception. Yeah. It's also a very niche thing. Yeah. They're always around three or four. <laughs> yeah. It's really badly done, but in a hilarious way. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, so that's it for this season. We still have the outros. Yeah. Or or did you want to say something else? 
Yeah, I have a few jelly tarts left. Jelly tarts. <clears throat> and bantas are actually pretty friendly. They like praises, compliments, and a friendly scratch under the chin every now and then. Hey, that's like me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Look, you're awake now. You're even looking cheery. And it's that, uh, is that a trinket in your eye? Oh no, that's not a trinket. It's one of these sleep crusties. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I was wondering if elves have also this uh, thing in their eyes. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. yeah. Then uh, I love your sappy kisses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's it. Nice. That was it. And the outros. Yeah. Should we, should we do one each? Okay, yeah. Okay, so we see Sim is flying and S is running after him, wiping tears or happy tears from his happy eyes with tears. a cloth. <laughs> yeah. It's really cute. It is really nice. <laughs> yeah. Then we have uh, Sol Regum's head. Yeah. I think it's quite symbolic that we only have his head. I think it's uh, kind of suggesting that he's so big. You can put the rest of him <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. in the outro, yeah. maybe. Yeah, um, true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then we have two guards looking at a sm smiling clan in chains. And they're kind of <laughs> wondering what's going on here. You said Glenn. <laughs> it's Gren. <laughs> oh, it's Gren. Ah, oh, shit. Damn it. Yeah, it's Gren. Yeah, yeah. thank you. So he seems very happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we see the top of Viren's staff with little bug Avaras sitting on top. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, then we see the, the weapons Kelly mentioned already for the smoke assassins. We also put a direct link and a description of the weapons into the show notes. Yeah. And finally, we have Ezrin and Corvus riding Banthers. Presumably on their way back to Catullus. Yeah. And Corvus is looking not so happy about it. <laughs> First time <laughs> on a Panther, Corvus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, very okay. Nice. That's it. A very nice ending to a season. Yeah. That's the end of uh, Book Sky. So next time we'll be talking about yeah the first episode of the next book. Which is Book Sun, I believe. I have no idea. I'm just going to assume that I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right, Katie. I yes. don't know. <laughs> uh, wait, let me check. And hopefully we'll get to know uh, Sol Regum a bit better. Uh, and it sounds like, like Sol is in Spanish Sun and mm -hmm. Regum is probably a king. Mm -hmm. Like, it sounds like king. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's also Latin-y, uh, because Rex Regis is king. Yeah. And uh, you're right with the book. It's Sun, and the next episode is called Soul Regan. Ah, okay. There we go. So, yeah, there we go. <laughs> so we're going get, to get to know Soul Regan. And see what happens with them. And yeah, find out what happens to everyone. Is Viren gonna be hung for his treason? Mm -hmm. Beheaded. Be 
<laughs> Off with his head. I don't know if they have the death penalty there. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. And what's going to happen to everyone? What's going to happen when Ez gets back to the castle? If he gets back to the castle? So many things still to come. Uh, yeah. yeah. So let's leave it at that, I guess. Mm-hmm. As usual, you can find us at our website, newsfromthebreach.com, and you can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and all over the place. Again, I'm going to say, if you haven't got it already, get yourself a good podcast app so you can collect your podcasts on there instead of searching in other places. What, what did you suggest it for the app? Antenna Pod was my recommendation it works really well and unlike Spotify you don't get any advertisements or anything unless the the podcast you're listening to has advertisement of course yeah because it's uh, open source software it's really great I also recommend it yeah it's open source and it gets the podcast directly from the people that upload it yeah And also, uh, it's not only on Play Store, but also on F-Droid, which is an alternative um, software manager for your Android phone. There we go, folks. All the things we can teach you. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't know already. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't know, uh, if you don't want to know, we tell you anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Apart from the people who've already stopped listening because we're just rambling (laughs) about random stuff now. (laughs) Yeah. We should do an education podcast next. (laughs) (laughs) But I think our (laughs) listeners probably know all these things already. At least some of them. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, thanks for listening. That's it from us. Uh, We've been News from the Breach and we'll speak to you again next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Yeah.